Hi, welcome back to the self-love club. I hope you've all had some time full of learning, growing, and evolving. For me, my time was filled with many positive experiences and new day-to-day challenges. I'm an overthinker, and it can be a blessing and a curse, but I will say it makes me stronger over time. Today, I want to talk about life lessons. By lessons, I don't mean your basic everyday life lessons. I mean repetitive events or patterns in your life that are trying to teach you a bigger meaning. Growing up, I had many groups of friends in my life, and most of the time it was always rotating. I also moved frequently in my life due to my parents' divorce, as well as my college experiences, which I will get into later. But because of that, I learned instability was present in my life. Without recognizing that in my teen years, I continued to live without learning. I didn't change my habits, my train of thought, and I didn't put myself first. I craved attention from outside sources as I didn't feel as though people stuck around. This feeling is something I still am working on today. Although today, I don't feel I need any outside source to fulfill my personal happiness. That is the growth I'm talking about. But to notice where that comes from is extremely important to get to the root cause. Think of yourself as a tree. The roots in the tree are the parts of you that make you you. Look into these roots and you'll start seeing why you may handle situations the way you do. For a little story time, Beginning in my college years, I started school in New York City. To be frankly honest, I struggled in the beginning. I missed my family. I missed my hometown and my friends. Learning a new city and meeting new people at the age of 17 was not by any means easy, but I was determined for the challenge. I was in my dream city at the time. Throughout my time in New York, I dealt with roommate issues, and decided to move. Moving led me to some of the greatest friends that I still have to this day. But looking back, I didn't want to confront the situation, so I left. Shortly after COVID, I decided to transfer back home and lived alone. This is when I felt the most alone in my life. I started holistic therapy, and it changed my way of thinking. Knowing that my feelings are 110% valid through everything. Along the way, I met someone who wanted to live with me. I felt as though we aligned and I decided it was a good idea. This living situation turned out not in my favor yet again, so I left. Notice the pattern. Leaving. Avoiding. About a year later, I decided to move in with my childhood best friend. I think you can kind of see where this is going, but this time, instead of just saying I was leaving, I decided to confront the situation. For the first time in these events, as these patterns kept showing up, instead of shutting down, I used my voice. I opened up and spoke my truth. I wasn't afraid of the confrontation at this point. I was only confident in myself and my truth and my voice. 
Being confident in my voice is not something that was natural to me. Due to past disappointments, I never wanted to upset anyone or cause issues, which made me not confront many situations. I've learned over these lessons that confrontation and boundaries are extremely important in any situation. Getting to the root and owning your truth. The truth is extremely important and always comes out. The meaning of these lessons in my life was for me to feel confident in speaking my truth and not being afraid to set boundaries. To tell those that you will not be pushed around anymore because you know who you are. This showed me that I am the person I need to depend on, no one else. Codependency can result in burnout. It also doesn't let you make decisions for yourself. Put yourself first. Also ask yourself, are you only staying for comfort? For me, I'm a lover. (laughs) My love runs deep. I'm a lover through and through, and sometimes that has been a problem in my relationships in the past. I've stayed, been disrespected, and mentally abused because of how much I love. Learning to put that love into yourself and asking yourself if you would treat someone the way you are treated. If you wouldn't, then why stay? Get out of the comfortable and leave for you. Be uncomfortable. Another example of lessons have included my journey with romantic relationships. In early high school, I was not someone who was sought after. Though I had no interest in dating, I was never one of the boy crazy girls and never really thought about exploring that. I was focused on my friends and my love for music and theater. When I did have crushes, it never worked out in my favor. It led me to believe for a long time that I was unlovable. Again, I was searching for an outside source to make me feel loved. When now I know that you need to love you. Loving you is key. The closest thing I had to love in high school was... A typical game of push and pull with the mystery of waiting. Because of this, when boys showed interest in me in my early college years, if they liked me too much, it just gave me the ick. I learned a pattern and unfortunately turned down healthy relationships for toxic ones. All due to the pattern that was learned. And me not looking at that learned pattern in the root. I, yet again, was... Involved in another push-and-pull game, which led me heartbroken. Shortly after that, I spent a year to myself, realizing that if I wanted change, I needed to make that possible for myself. I was the only one that could do it. Throughout my therapy journey, I set boundaries in my relationships, took myself on dates, worked out daily, and spent lots of time on self-care. Whether that was doing a face mask, having a dance party in my kitchen, cooking, or just watching movies. I slowly learned to love the time I spent with myself. And that led me into complete and utter love with myself. It was hard in the beginning, but I became a different person. Instead of hoping a guy would like me, I went into new dates hoping I'd like the guy. I changed the narrative. I was no longer looking for an outside source to validate me because I validate myself. 
I spent the next few months going on dates and almost approached a new relationship. Within a few short months, this man turned out to be quite the narcissist, and I caught him in multiple lies. When I ended it, he was mad that he didn't have the power over me, but I was no longer attached to outcomes like I used to be. At this point, it was easy for me to let people go that didn't deserve me. At this point, I fully knew my worth, and I think that that was a test to see if I would slip into old patterns or if I had learned the lesson, and I did. After a year of healing and growing and loving me, I knew what I deserved. A couple months later, a man that hit pretty much every single point on my dream man showed up. I wasn't searching, in fact, my mind was not even on dating, and this was due to what I was talking about earlier, moving out with a roommate. The meaning behind these lessons was learning to love myself. After the heartbreak, before I started dating again, I really did the work, and it was rewarding. This man came at the right time. I noticed something different about him. He was not like any of the guys that I had dated. There was a listening ear. He was able to comprehend what I said and could understand where I was coming from. This man is now my boyfriend, and I am very, very lucky. I feel blessed to know that I was picky for so long. I needed to be picky to meet him. He is the kindest soul. He is so very patient and checked off so many boxes that I had created. He does things out of the kindness of his heart, just as I do. One thing I want to point out is to be picky. I was told for years that I was too picky or just wouldn't date anyone. I don't think I was ever too picky. I just didn't want to settle for less than what I wanted. He wouldn't have come into my life if I didn't love myself. And this I know for sure. I would have pushed him away if I didn't love me first. He never would have come that way if I didn't love me. The loving yourself glow is a different type of glow. I think a lot of my generation doesn't fully understand loving yourself. I thought for a long time that I loved myself. And people would tell me, oh, you just need to love you first. I would always say, well, I do love myself, but I don't know why things aren't working out for me. But I love myself. No. The truth is that I didn't love myself. I was in denial. I didn't know the true meaning of self-love until I did the work. And by work, I mean digging deep and healing your past trauma wounds. Healing relationships and working on becoming the best version of me. And by healing past trauma, whether or not you think you have trauma, look at how your relationships are in your day-to-day life experiences. Do you want to continue saying, oh, well, I just had a bad childhood? Or do you want to get to the root? Do you want to heal? Do you want to grow? 
it's a never-ending journey, I will say. But at 21 years old, I feel so good knowing how much healing I've done. I want to leave you with the question, do you love yourself? Really think about it. You may say, well, yes, I do. But do you really? If you were the only person in your life, would you be completely and utterly happy? If not, that's totally okay. But get to digging. Next week, I'm going to be bringing in a guest, so stay tuned. I'm Sarah. You are so loved, and I'm so happy you're here.